In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? You're joined, as always, by your partner in stock, Lucy, and holy cow, I took a beating today. It's all right. Anyway, sorry. It's just, you know, timing. Anyway, yeah. I'm doing well. How are you, man? Yeah, doing okay. I mean, I could complain, but no one would want to hear me, so. I, I, I shouldn't say doing well. I watched Money in the Bank ladder match this week. Yeah. And then I watched other people's commentary on it and thought to myself, perhaps we were watching different Money in the Banks. Yeah. Oh, or uh, I feel like I'm cr- taking crazy pills. <laughs> it was... Uh... Apparently, others liked it a lot more. In fact, there were people who commentated on, I don't know, enjoying the food fight. Yep. Enjoying the food fight. And here's the deal. I mean, we've talked before about how one of the great things with professional wrestling is that you can enjoy what you enjoy and 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 all that. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to badmouth the people who enjoyed it, except to say they're wrong. Uh-huh. Very wrong. We make entire fantasy booking segments around the holidays about the ridiculousness of a food fight that's going to come. Mm-hmm. And usually we're pretty close to correct on those. Yeah. Yeah. Gobbledygooker. Looking at you, bud. Anyways, before we get into the show, I'll remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnusco Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows on the network. You can go to tatnusco.com, click on the network page and see them all there, link straight to them. Um, Go listen to what they have to say, come back to listen to what we have to say. Uh, everyone win. Um, also, like to remind everyone, we'll talk about it more at the end, but the uh, Tweet to Win contest is still going on. So great way for you guys to support your favorite currently out-of-work wrestlers. Tweet out a link to this con- to this episode um, or any of the episodes of Raw and Order. Uh, use the hashtag, hashtag Raw and Order WBU, and you're entered to win not one but two t-shirts, one from our shop and one from uh, the Pro Wrestling Tees shop of your choice. So a uh, great way to support uh, someone without having to spend any money out of your own pocket. And the big thing is you can enter as often as you want. So tweet those links out uh, all day long if you want to, um, and you get a lot of entries in there. So... So wait, wait, they can enter multiple times? They can enter as many times as they can spam that tweet button. Wow. And they get free t-shirts. But uh, entered to win free t-shirts. Three. No dollars of their money. None. Like zero investment in their clothing of choice. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. You can get yourself, you can get a Drake Maverick t-shirt, one of his Rockstar Spuds. You can get uh, anything that Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows is doing. You can get um, pretty much anything. There, there are hundreds of wrestlers on pro wrestling team. Um, and you can support them. All you got to do is tweet out and you have a good shot of winning. 
right? And the more often you tweet, the better your shot is of winning. This is incredible. It is incredible. It's, it's like, mind-blowing. It's like you've never heard it before. It's like the greatest gift we could possibly give. We are very gentle. <laughs> if you are new to this show, uh, the Fantasy Booking Institute is all about uh, fantasy booking. It's a simple premise. Each week, we challenge each other to book something in the world of pro wrestling that's unlikely or maybe even highly unlikely. Um, and uh, we have to just book it on the fly. We don't discuss them in advance. So we are thinking these answers up right off the bat. And that's part of what makes it fun. Um, so we get to book our own fantasies like me, a burrito. Kathy Ireland. If you can, if you can tie it into pro wrestling, I'll allow it. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. There's pro wrestling involved. Sorry. I Go don't on. know. You, you still were in a pretty good, pretty good streak there, because all you got to do is throw throw a referee and a ring in there. You'd have a Attitude Era wrestling match right there. <laughs> you really would. You would, and most likely I would lose. Um, and you'd smile the entire time. Is she even still alive? I don't even know if she's still alive. I am sure she is. Um, she's probably one of those freak shows of nature who doesn't look like she's aged at all. Yeah. I, I don't know. This was a couple years ago, but uh, Christy Brinkley shared a photo of her. I, I think it was like a... Yeah, she looked younger there. That I know which one you're talking yeah, about. With her daughters, and I'm like she was like 60. <laughs> no. It was like, your daughters no. are a train wreck. <laughs> no. Yeah. Can you imagine being raised with Christy Brinkley as your mom? <laughs> uh, where did we go wrong? That's right. No, fine. Jimmy. No, Jimmy. You cannot come pick me up for prom. <laughs> Last time you drooled all over my mom. Sorry, it's just Christy Brinkley. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we will get into this. Uh, right off the bat. And I think I went first last week. So, uh, DA Fabe, I'm going to give you the option of going first should you choose. Oh, I want to be nice because I, I feel like I have to give you an opportunity to book this before I book it. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Um, my Mine is, is going to be a little bit interesting, a little bit weird. Um, and I don't know how much you were able to pay attention to uh, the wrestling news and rumor sites today. Okay, uh, so but there is it won't be related to money in the bank. No, it will not. This is this yeah, is a future course, thinking. I wasn't sure. Yep, okay, this is a future thinking thing. Uh, but the uh, wrestling rumor sites today um, and speculation is a buzz with uh, speculation that Sting might be headed to AEW. Um, this is fueled by the fact that it's come out that Sting is no longer under any sort of WWE contract. Um, so he is free to book wherever he wants to. And he recently has been tweeting a lot of and retweeting a lot of AEW-related stuff, uh, including retweeting Cody things and, and tagging Cody in some things, stuff like that. Like I said, this is entirely speculation. Now, I don't know if there's been a, a legitimate dirt sheet writer like uh, Meltzer uh, or Ryan Satin who reported anything on it. I haven't seen any of that, but there's a lot of that rampant speculation on it. So... Um, with the rumors of Sting possibly working with AEW, your job is to book the best use for him. And that can be in-ring or out of ring. In fact, 
very likely might be out of ring for the most part. Thank heavens, because I was really hoping you weren't going to say in ring, because um, job out at a non-injury level, <laughs> that's his best in-ring work. Um, out of ring, though, I really like what they're doing with Arn, and I think they could do some really good stuff with Sting opposing him, so to say. Um, and it gives Sting that chance to finally be the heel that he's never gotten to be. So I think I have Sting managing a stable. Um, I'd really love to see him manage uh, MJF. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, Like, Sting as MJF's PR man to make him look like a good guy. That's what I would book him at. That's an awfully, awfully high job. (laughs) (laughs) That would be, I think you could get really good segments out of that, though. Sarah Huckabee Sanders would look at that job and be like, I don't know if I'm up to that task. (laughs) Um, Harsh. harsh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to go with. I I think uh, having him play the role of, listen, man, I want you to be title contendership. I think you're really good. Why don't I help you out in terms of, you know, being a little less hateable and, uh, and then, you know, obviously that doesn't work because MJF is, well, Hateable. MJF, yeah. yeah. It's just MJF. I mean, you can say whatever you want about whether or not he's hateable or not, but he is oh, no. a jerk. Oh, no, he's 100% hateable. He is He is more than 100% hateable. He is the stock market cornered on hateable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great jerk. Like I said, great jerk. Big, big jerk. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, I think I think some type of uh, I am MJF's PR guy. You can even have him thrown into that, like like Wordlow's, like, hey, listen, man, the one thing I got to get under control with this, like Wordlow becomes the mastermind between behind Sting being MJF's PR guy. I love this. I love it. And obviously it doesn't ever actually work like it doesn't come to fruition but Sting can take gut shots and stuff like that he just can't take anything into the neck so yeah that's what I do that's what I do and I think it's, I think it's fun and I think uh, other than that I don't I mean you'd have to have him you'd have to have him in a, in a manage somebody role that is a good guy and if a good guy needs a manager then you know he's probably already in Cody's stable I don't know that there's one I think fairly obvious and, and maybe two on the nose obvious uh, potential people that could use a manager and that's Darby. Ooh. Yeah, because Darby Darby's kind of got this lone wolf uh, character, doesn't have anyone in his corner, um, you know, doesn't really think too much about the future, just kind of lives in the present, and that's the sort of I mean super over face. But that's the sort of super over face that needs a character in his corner saying, hey, listen, we need to think about the long-term effects. We need to think about how we're going to leverage this to get you the best out of it. And someone who was in a very similar position to to Darby at one point, not quite, but, you know, the, the kind of not really a face, but not a heel, dark brooding sort of character. Yeah. Uh, I don't see too many people better to put in that particular corner. And then think about it. You have a three, three-way three match. You've got uh, uh, Sean Spears and Tully in one corner. You've got 
Cody with Arn in another corner. You got Darby with Sting in another corner. In fighting out of this corner. We just need to get Flair and someone in another corner. You're not getting the Flair. So long as Shar Shar's happy in WWE, you're not getting Rick. I don't know. I don't know if if something happens during uh, one of our later segments, maybe they will. That's a um, foreshadowing. We don't, we don't get to actually fantasy book this. Anyway, no, I'm, I think I'm going to stick with MJF. I think that that just makes sense to to have that fall apart. Um, you know, Sting always has something that, that he builds that gets put together, then it falls apart. Look at having the Shockmaster come out. Fell apart. Friendships with Ric Flair. Fell apart. His time in TNA. Fell apart. Ah, but it did give us Joker Sting. It did. Wow. You're going to put that up on a pedestal, huh? No, nope, not necessarily. Sarcasm <laughs> is fun. I don't know. I think don't think Joker Sting was as bad as some people give it credit for, but it also wasn't as good as some people, you know. It, was, nah. it wasn't as good as they were looking for, that's for sure. But, okay, okay. Sting managing MJF. Yeah, it could work. Yeah. PR. Not, not managing PR. Because MJF don't need no manager. He knows what he's doing out there. Well, but that's, that's why managers are more about the, the the booking and the contracting. You know, Arn's a coach, not a manager. Tully's a coach, but Sting could be a manager, which is all about the backstage stuff, all of the menial stuff that MJF doesn't want to think do. about. I mean, it was uh, it was never called Ric Flair money. It was called who? Sting money. Sting money. Yep, got to get that Sting money. Treaty. It's the goat negotiating. That's not a bad idea either. The negotiator. Oh wait, that's WWE. He could be the guy that's watching on on SmackDown. Oh, you know how pissed people would be if the hacker turned out to be Sting. You know, the, sadly, if the great idea, it, it's a great idea in AEW, but it's a horrible idea in WWE. Oh gee, I just I just had the vision in my head of like literally. Hundreds of nerds flipping tables uh, when they reveal Sting and the son of a bitch, Sting, freaking Sting. Uh, <laughs> Not angry about it. Not uh, mad. Now, now I now I gotta see it happen. That's that's my <laughs> own. <way>. Oh. <laughs> just, just like so so in an aside, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Tuesday is when they have. AEW Dark play on YouTube. Uh, one of the matches announced for this week's AEW Dark, which keep in mind had nine matches announced. Nine. AEW Dark used to be a one-hour show. About it was never tied to exactly one hour. Uh, recently, though, it's been as short as fifteen minutes. Uh, wait, wait. It had no matches, or are we talking English? Again? Nine. We're talking English. Oh, uh, nine. Nueve. Yet. Uh, uh, yeah. Nine. Nine total matches. Um, one of the matches is Ray Phoenix versus Alan Angels. Alan Angels, of course, is the guy that Kenny Omega wrestled a couple weeks ago in what everyone argues should have been a squash match. And and, and uh, Kenny Omega let him get too much offense in. I don't get it. It means Kenny Omega's not a good wrestler. And I just commented on someone and said, you know what? I would absolutely love it if... Alan Angels got the win over Ray Phoenix. The internet, wrestling internet, would explode, and I am 100% there for that. Right? Just can you imagine that? Now, spoiler alert: he didn't. Uh, but he did put in a good match. It was another match where he 
got in some real offense and everything. I think, I really do think AEW uh, feels they found someone in Allen Angels and they're kind of grooming him for an eventual uh, signing. But I just, just all of the, especially the cult of Cornette people would be like, ah, Allen Angels beat Phoenix. No, he's supposed to be a job guy. Yeah, he did the job. He went out and won. Yeah, yeah, he, he did the job. The, the winning job. Anyways, um, no, that's that's most likely not going to happen. Alan Angels beating Ray Phoenix. It, it did not. Spoiler alert: It did not. But it would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, it's still like I said. It still was. It was probably about a seven-minute-long match. Uh, I don't have the official stats in front of me, but it was it was a decent little long match uh, that he got some good offense in. And Ray Phoenix. There were at least a couple times when it looked like he might win over Ray Phoenix. Um, and so already I can tell that, you know, wrestling Twitter is probably getting angry about that just in general. But it would have been it would have been absolutely epic if they would have. Anyways. Well, so we've talked about Sting going to AEW. Um, the, the other person I would love to see Sting manage or coach in AEW uh, would be Jimmy Havoc. I think that would be. Epic. OK, I don't see it. I mean, I, I get where you're at, but. Um, Jimmy Havoc's character has so frequently been anti-authority, and that's creating an authority for yourself. Well, you can say that, but his his character more is the I don't give an F. And so to give him someone who, who focuses him. Basically, uh, uh, Sting would be the Ritalin to uh, Jimmy Havoc's AD, you know, that would focus him and say, listen, you don't have to you know, put a staple in someone's forehead in every match. I'm just saying you're a good enough wrestler to get away without that. Anyways, I think that would be fun, but I think Darby's the number one if if I were booking. Because uh, I think that would be the best place for me to put him. Either that or have him mentor someone new altogether. Yeah, like, and that's, but that's tough to come up with. Like, oh, well, this guy's coming over. I mean, you could create... The other thing that would be kind of cool with Sting is a uh, a new blood slash main event mafia type setup, like um, I don't know, like like he comes in to to basically this isn't the, like basically he he runs the heel stable cult of Cornette, you know, um, he's the Cox, he's the king of the Cox instead of Cornette being the king of the Cox, and he comes out and he's like this isn't wrestling. So, like, so have to do it this way, like. So like, if he I came think, out and he fought, would he then be a cockfighter? Well, that's illegal. So no, no. no I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways, um, I the just, other one. I this this actually just came to my head. Cool. This is what just came to my head when mentioning him starting starting someone new, bringing a new up and comer, and I was like, oh, this would be how you get get wrestling Twitter behind him. Brian Cage. Here we go. Nope. Simon Miller. Ooh. You bring Simon Ooh, Miller fun. in with Sting. Uh, Sting tries to lead him uh, down the dark and brooding path, and Simon Miller just can't stop smiling. <laughs> because, you know, pro wrestling. Yeah. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing my thing. I'm pro wrestling on TV. And Sting, like, no, no, seriously, just don't smile. Don't smile. Have have him even stop halfway in and be like, that's not your character. (laughs) Uh, So I I am 100% there for that. But we will move on to see how mean you're going to decide to be to me. 
Well, I, so there were two options. Um, one of them was going to be relevant to, uh, well, they're both going to be money in the bank setups. One of them is going to be your favorite all time type setup. Cause you're going to go, Ooh, that, that is a lot of fun. I, I will enjoy doing this. Um, and I'll, we'll call that option W. Um, and then we're going to also have an option O and I'm not even going to give you an idea what option O is, but you might go, Oh, or you might go, Oh, or you might throw three letters after it. I don't know. Okay. So which option do you want? Do you want option W or option O? Uh, 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 I don't know. I'm I'm choosing an odd number. <laughs> which one does that get me? Option W or O. I'm letting you actually pick your own. And I've given you enough of a hint. I, I can't do binary choices. There's got to be a third option because I always choose odd. Do you, do you oh, uh, well, nine you odd nine um, option nine I'm being belligerent here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pick option one. nine. Okay. I picked one. Nine, okay, fine. We'll give you option O, the one that's not fun, um, because we need to fill some time here anyway. So, option O is book Otis winning the money in the bank better, book him winning it better. Ah, oh, that's easy. And, right. hold on, and him turning in for the title shot on who he turns it in on and all that. Yeah, okay, so so uh, him winning it better is him actually climbing a ladder and them not fat-shaming him. Um, <laughs> uh, them allowing him to just climb a ladder like normal people do. And yes, I get it, ladders have weight limits. Uh, and he's a big guy, but guess what? Those weight limits are written always a lot lower than they're actually at. You know what I mean? If you're well, and, and they're not, they're not, uh, they're not. Baron Corbin and Oscar together. It's the overall weight of the ladder. It's not a single rung. So Baron Corbin and Oscar together weigh more than than Otis. Well, yeah, <laughs> but even more than that. If it says weight limit three hundred pounds, right? That means uh, it's tested to withhold 500 pounds, but they say 300 so that they can't get sued, right? That's really all it comes down to. Those things don't break instantly at 300.1 pounds, right? That's not the way they work, you know? It's just like when you see something that's tagged best by, you know, May 14th, that doesn't mean on May 15th it instantly turns bad. That just means it's no longer at its best. Now, I'm not saying you instantly go out and start climbing on ladders that you outweigh by 100 pounds, but I am saying that if you are in a Money in the Bank ladder match, right, that at the very with least they wrestlers. should have ladders with other wrestlers who often are above that 250 to 3. I mean, keep in mind, a cruiserweight, the light guys, are supposed to be up to 205 pounds, 205, right? 205. Yeah. That's the light guys. That's the little ones are 205. So, you know... Would you have done this to Keith Lee? That's the question I have to ask. I, I certain I would have. Well, I would do it the way I'm doing it, where he climbs the ladder like a normal person and wins it, right? Um... But uh, but I'm obviously not WWE because, oh my goodness, he's fat. Let's make him eat food in the middle of the match. And he can't control himself and starts a food fight. And then there's pie. Ha, 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 ha. And then he tries to step on a ladder and it breaks. Ha, 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 fat people. 
Anyways, um, so I would have had him. I mean, if you're gonna have him win, then you make him win. That's that's really what it comes down to. You know, I think probably 90% of the hatred I'm seeing online about him winning is not that he won, it's how he, you know what I mean? Like, if they'd have had do, him, yeah. if, if they'd have had him climb the ladder like normal and, and push someone else off and then grab the briefcase like every other one wins, then like, ah, oh, heck yeah, Otis won. Uh, but what wrestling fans hate almost more than anything I think is when someone wins a match in a way that does not seem like they deserve, right? Correct. Like this was worse. This this wasn't even like heel victory. If he was a bad guy and he won this way, snuck out a victory like this, like if Baron Corbin won that way, then then you could argue so it's a sneaky heel victory. But this is a face. You're trying to make this guy look good and you have him luck into a win. No, if you if you want to give him the rub and give him the push, then let him win the match legitimate. Clean. Now, yeah. now I even said on our review that if you don't want to have him climb the ladder, if you're if you're like married to the whole he's too fat to climb a ladder gimmick, that's fine. Have him just not be an idiot and realize that he can use the ladder to knock the briefcase off the thing. That's fine. Or or, you know, find some way to, to uh, use the ladder, hook the briefcase, and pull it down where he can get to it from the ground. <clears throat> Whatever, you know? But I think, in my mind, you have him literally climb a ladder like a normal person. Um, heck, if you really want to build him up, you have, have him climb a ladder like a normal person while people are pulling down on him, and he's just powering through. You know, you can't stop me. And so, you know, you have AJ Styles holding on to one leg and Baron Corbin holding on to the other leg, and he just barrels up that ladder, gets to the top, pulls the briefcase off, is the victor. Fair yeah. enough. But there's a whole match here. So do you still have him do the quirky food fight? Like the loss of nope. control because the sandwich is in his hand? Nope, nope, wouldn't have happened. I mean, I mean, there's a I'm whole okay lot of stuff. I'm okay with him yelling food fight, but just have him do it as he runs around the corner. He's like, there's food, food fight. Well, like, or, I'm okay with here's that. The, deal is, is the way food fights work in, like, in every TV show I've ever seen. Uh, keep in mind, I'm 42 years old, and in my entire life, there's never been a moment when people felt like wasting food so much that they just threw it at each other, right? Not in middle school, not in grade school, not in high school. Food fights aren't really a thing that happen in the general world as far as I'm aware, right? But if yeah. you want to have that happen, every movie, every TV show, every whatever, I don't care whether you're talking about, about a, a TV show or you're talking about a movie like Hook, all food fights start with someone inadvertently getting food thrown at them, right? Even in WWE, frequently, that's how they start. Yeah, so so that's the way this should have started. Should have started if if you want to. And here's the deal. I wouldn't have had it. Uh, this The food fight is one of those parts of the Money in the Bank that I wouldn't have had in it. Because to me, you're talking about 12 professional wrestlers who are there competing to win something. This is not the time when, uh, hey, let's have a fun food fight makes any sense. But that's fine. If you're tied Especially to having- Especially where all 12 of them suddenly are like, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. forget that we're, 
competing for a chance to to challenge for the biggest prize in the game that theoretically comes with perks like extra money or whatever, right? So, but if you're tied to that happening, if you're 100% tied to that happening, and you're even tied to it being Otis that does it, then what you do instead is you have Otis enter that room first. You have no Paul Heyman there. You just have a catering table set up. Otis enters first, uh, sees something on the table, like maybe a pie, uh, goes, ooh, a pie, and picks it up, and is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to eat me some pie, give me some energy for the rest of this match. And then someone else comes around the corner and hits him, and the pie goes in his face. And then he goes, food fight, and then throws stuff. And then you can have that food fight where at least there's, but it, it made no sense for Otis to just be like, oh, there's food. Let's throw it at people. Um, the other thing but, is there are at minimum of those 12 people, 10 who can throw the whole table. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and throw so, the whole table of food at people that are walking in the entrance. That's a food fight. That would so, have been way cooler too. Anyway, go on. So, but I wouldn't have done that. I personally wouldn't. The food fight is probably like the one major segment I would have entirely cut out of that. Like the other yes. ones, I wasn't a huge fan of some of the other ones. Um, you know, we talked about in our review how for me, the suspension of disbelief got hurt a bit with the idea that both Stephanie and Vince McMahon would be angry that there was some sort of chaos happening in uh, this because they booked the match, you know? Yeah. They're the yeah. ones who, in storyline, they're the ones who said, hey, let's have the Money in the Bank ladder match go through our corporate office. So when you make that decision, by default, you're deciding to have chaos happen in your offices. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? Uh, unless they, they made a rule where they're like, certain doors will be marked with red X's. Those are forbidden or whatever. But they didn't. They didn't do anything like that. So so, Correct. so Vince McMahon should have expected. In fact, he should have felt lucky at the end that it was only two wrestlers who ended up in his office. Um, so, uh, but but I wouldn't have like necessarily cut those parts out. The food fight, I would have cut out. It, it to me, had no no positive value on it except for ha 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 funny food fight ha 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 um and and more specifically ha 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 fat guy can't resist food ha 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 so so the the majority in fact i probably would have built the the entire matchup more around things similar to what happened at the beginning when he pinned aj styles down with the weight bar right which um, was obvious that somebody could have gotten out of but at least it was a concept. It was a concept. So have him spend the entire time using the fact that he outweighs most of these other people by 100 pounds, right? To to set up situations where he pins people down in other ways. You know what I mean? Um, I you Locks know, people in with a broom and a door handle. Yeah, locks people in or, or knocks someone down and then turns a conference table on top of them. So now they're pinned under this conference table. Turn him into the smart guy who says, hey, if I'm going to win this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bigger and slower than yeah, these, these people. I have to slow them down. So what can I do? You know, heck, heck, have him be in, in the stairway, right? And he gets to the top of the stairway and he closes the do door behind him. And then he puts the broom handle through the door. So now these people can't get out the stairway. Um... But in the end, it comes into the ring and have him 
win the match the normal way. I mean, heck, if Brock Lesnar can climb to the top of a uh, thing and win the match without ever actually being a participant in the match, then Otis should be able to climb to the top and win. Um, well, and, and you bring up a good point with Brock, because Brock himself is 280 pounds. Otis is, what, 350? Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's not even, probably, maybe even less than that, because he's relatively short. Um, you know, he might only be three, 325. You know, Kane has climbed the ladder and won money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Kane, 320-pound Kane, has climbed the ladder and won money in the bank. Big Show has won ladder matches. He had a separate ladder, which was not really fat shaming. It was, look how big this guy really is. Because he's 500 pounds, we're going to have him bring out his own double reinforced ladder. Okay, that's fine. Otis isn't even, even, they don't even make Otis smart enough to be like, hey, hold on. I need another ladder. (laughs) Yep. He's 330 pounds, or at least that's what he's building. So, yeah. So, I mean, he's not even built that much heavier than Batista was. Yep. At one point, Batista was built at 320 pounds, but Otis has a belly. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Like, that's it? Yep. You know, Batista's actually a more dense build than Otis. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just. You could have him get gassed going up the ladder. There's a lot of... If you have to do the fat shaming, there's better ways to do the fat shaming. Yeah. Well, Um, that's the deal. I mean, there's a lot of things they could have done um, other than, oh, the ladder can't sit his weight. Um, But yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Are you flat out telling me that you'd do that to Braun Strowman? Yeah. Well, yeah. Or, Or more specifically, are you flat out telling me that as a business... Your business choices are so bad that you book someone in a match and then don't bother to get materials good enough for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's not like they didn't know he was gonna be in the match. They I mean, put him in it. You know, Braun Strowman is literally fifty pounds build heavier than him, and the guy he's going to be challenging if he goes after the world title, if he goes after the universal title in his show. Or the title on his show that's literally the guy you're going to have him face who's bigger than him and you say that he can't climb the ladder to get the opportunity to face him well and then then i know you said i need to to kind of book who, who he's going to cash in against and uh that's where it becomes tougher because while while a big hoss battle him versus braun would be fun um and it'd be something that we don't see very often Braun facing off against someone who arguably is as powerful as him, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I suspect in reality, they're going to have him uh, make history with the first time someone cashed it in on the world tag title. And it's going to be uh, him carrying Tucky to the world tag title match against whoever's the tag champions like New Day, if they say that way. Yeah. So. That's what I suspect would happen. Um, I mean, we've talked about it before that, uh, you know, the sad thing is with Tucker is he is definitely the Marty Jannetty of that group. And, uh, and Except for Marty Jannetty was less talented than um, HBK. Yeah, and way creepier in his old age. We won't get into how creepy, how creepy. If you, if you want to know how creepy uh, Marty Jannetty 
as we come. Just Google Marty Jannetty and you'll see some of his tweets from not too long ago that are really, really like. If you if it doesn't give you enough information, just Google Marty Jannetty's daughter. Mm-hmm. We'll just say it this way. If Marty Jannetty and his daughter were to move to Arkansas, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Has that been planned this whole time? <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it worked out pretty well. <laughs> Um, so anyways, what's um, more fun to make fun of Canada or Arkansas? Uh, well, we haven't lost if many Justin's listeners. on the call. Canada is, but uh, if yeah. he's not, well, if he, even if he's not, we had a whole lot of fun that entire episode of Canada. A eh? don't you know? Don't you know? Ah, yeah. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Ah, um, the, the, the thing that makes Arkansas way more fun to make fun of is, um, you know, we know most of them can't read, so they're not going to leave us bad reviews. So, um, they, they can sort of rat. Yeah, they can sort of rat. They'll, they'll find their sister slash ex-wife and have her write a bad review. Interestingly enough, Bill Clinton was from Arkansas. And I will leave it at that. <laughs> um, and, but so I, I would have him cash in on, on Braun. I, cause like I say, to me, if you really want to give Tucker, not Tucker, give Otis a Otis. push, you want you want to make him a big deal, right? The way you make him a big deal is turning him into a serious big guy and put him in the main event, right? I'm not saying he wins. He can be one of the uh, times that that they lose. Heck, you can even tie it in with the uh, Bray Wyatt Fiend storyline you have going on and have it where he cashes in uh, well, or cashes in on Braun. During the, the match. But the Fiend somehow or another costs him the victory, you know? Um, or, or you could have him cash in during the match. That's a way to get it so that the Fiend doesn't have to necessarily lose. You could have Braun pick up the win over Otis mm-hmm. in the Fiend match. Or right. you could have Otis pick up the win. I don't think you can turn Otis heel, though. No. I think you could have him cheat to win. That, that's why I think that's why I think he cashes in. See, so he's he's enough of a face that he could do the whole I'm calling my shot and cashing in and have, you know, I'm I'm being a man, I'm face to face you. I'm going to cash this in right now and you and I are going to have a match. Um and then the fiend costs him the match and now he no longer has the money in the bank because he cashed it in. Which might actually be a way to get the fiend a little bit heal. Mhm. He might actually be over enough that that people are like, ah, oh, come on, man, you ruined a perfectly good Otis match. But just to have That's, this big uh, cost battle, scary. But. You may have just came up with a way to actually make the fiend to heal, like they've been trying to make the fiend to heal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any. I I think they just need to embrace the fact that people are to cheer the fiend and and just let it run that way and put a put the belt on a heel champion. Um. I don't think they turn Braun, at least not right away. I, I 100% don't know if if they know how to handle heel Braun. Um, but a big Haas battle between Otis and Braun uh, could be fun to see, you know? Um, sure. See if, you know, have, have Otis try to pick Braun up for a Samoan drop or something like that, you know? Oh my goodness. Have Otis challenge Braun in Hell in a Cell, and the Fiend is the one that breaks in, and Braun goes, No! No, this happened to me! It's not fair! That but, even 
But so, yeah, that's how I would book it. Like I say, I am 100% uh, expecting them to do a whole storyline where where he goes to Tucker and is like, Hey, Tucky, I didn't forget about you. We're going after the SmackDown Tag Championships. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tucky. Tucky. Um, interesting thing about Hey, Tucky. Um, when you're talking to your friends who don't watch pro wrestling, there's a lot of things that you can quote because, you know, it's a guy thing to quote movies and quote you've watched and stuff like that. Most people, when you say, hey, Tucky, look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah. just just I, for future reference. I have indeed gotten that look, so I know. <laughs> it's a rough one. It's a little awkward. However, your daughter says, hey, Tucky, adorably, just so you know. <laughs> she does. She's at that stage where she repeats anything I say at her. And Itaki is one of them. And it's cute. It's adorable. What? Folks, that's just our little gift to you. Imagine she's she's two now. Uh, Yeah, a little over two. 26 over months. Two-year-old yeah. saying, hey, Taki. It's almost as cute as when my niece was four and used to do the... Um, stuff uh my niece when she was four did I, I was big into i still am big into disturbed but was big into disturbed and down with the sickness had just come out and she would go oh wow i've been trying Very to teach i've been trying to teach my daughter to do the delete, delete oh yeah delete. that's fantastic uh but she hasn't gotten that one down yet instead you taught her to go a b c d e f g eight nine Yes, that's where she does. That's so great, too, by the way. Sorry. Anyway, not to talk too much about your personal life, I just, um, Smarks' daughter is really very adorable. Yeah. Good looks run in my family. They ran right past me to her. (laughs) (laughs) And they aren't returning back to you, but it's not after 40. Nope. They just kept going, and, and they're on to her, but good luck with that. Um... So we're going to move on, and instead of Nullify, Vilify, Deify, we had so much fun with it last week, we're going to keep it switched to ROH, AEW, or Impact. The rules are simple. I'm going to give a list of three current WWE wrestlers, and DFA will need to relocate them to a different company, Uh, and then he will challenge me with three, and I will do the same. So the first round for DFA is current... WWE Women's Champion. That means Charlotte Flair, Asuka, and Bailey. Ooh, that's right. If we'd have recorded this two days ago, that'd have been different. Yeah. Even just 24 hours ago, it would have been a little different. Well, 27 hours ago. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yes, it would, don't you know? Don't you know? Ah, dear. Ah, dear. Oh, oh, this is just as bad as HE double hockey sticks right here. This is a lot of thinking. Okay, so this is where I'm going with this. You're right about what you said earlier. Yes, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send Charlotte to AEW, um, partially because her dad comes with her, um, and mostly because um, I'm gonna say this out loud, um, and it's 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 probably without question as soon as I say it um, because of a pregnancy. The best women's wrestler in the world 
could really elevate that brand. So Charlotte's going to AEW. The best women's re- active women's wrestler right now in the world would elevate AEW quite a bit. Yeah. Um, not that to, I, I shouldn't say best because you're going to say Blanchard. <laughs> but the biggest draw women's wrestler. Is that better in the world? Potentially, right yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to get upset about Blanchard, and and quite frankly, I, I expect uh, Tennille Dashwood to send me a ch- text later and say, "What, what the f are you talking about, man?" So, um, or Nyla to talk about it on our podcast. Um, the biggest draw women's wrestler in the world, not best women's wrestler in the world. I am going to rephrase that. Um, I think would, and I I can't imagine how epic the matches between her and Nyla would be, or. Um, just what would happen with AEW so well. Um, the other thing that AEW would do really well is book her to lose on occasion, which I think would be really, really good for that brand. Um, it's also probably why she wouldn't go. Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Oscar at Impact. There's a lot of good women there, and and Blanchard versus Oscar would be a hellaciously good match really 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 good match so i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna take bailey where she probably belongs and 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 in a group that that just kind of fits bailey's heel or face persona either one um i'm gonna put her in roh however it was harder to do this time than it was it would have been a week ago because she really elevated tamina on sunday and made tamina look like like tamina belonged in a world title match um, and that says a lot for Bailey. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing with that. Okay. Which ones would you have done? I, I am curious on that. Well, I mean, here's the deal. I think a, you're right with Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte goes to AEW for multiple reasons, not just whether she's the best or not uh, of current draw women wrestlers, although in terms of draw, she definitely is. But uh, but that's actually really what it comes down to is the draw. We've talked before about that Hulk Hogan moment or that Ric Flair moment or or that uh, the Rock uh, Lex Luger. Moment. Yeah, that Rock returns moment. But specifically, like the Lex Luger, excuse me, the Lex Luger moment. You know, when he showed up on Nitro the day after he was at a WWE event, right? And that's never gonna happen again with 90 Day No. You know. Yeah. But. But for that to have happened, Charlotte coming over to AEW would be probably pretty close to that. Uh, that's about the biggest name that I can think of, you know, to come. Asuka and Shayna are close that are active right now. But uh, uh, but I just don't think Asuka has the pull to Charlotte. And so so that's where I would put her. Um, you know, I I would probably go go opposite for you for Ring of Honor and and Impact. I can see Bailey in Impact. Um, uh, I, you know, having her with Kylie Ray uh, there, there would be some oh, fun you dynamics really with that. that. That would there yeah, be some Bailey's heel now, and she has been for eight nine months. That's fine, you know, because a she doesn't have to be whatever she wants, but b. How great would that be if it was Kylie Ray saying, but I used to look up to you, you know, you were so, so happy to be there. And that's what I wanted to be. I just wanted to be there. I was a professional wrestling fan like you. And, um, you know, in many ways we've said Kylie is, is what Bailey should have been. 
Um, Absolutely. And so that could lead to a pretty epic feud of Bailey being angry that Kylie came along and did Bailey better than Bailey. Um, but so, and that's and fair. Then, that's a really fair statement. And then Asuka in Ring of Honor, um, kind of for the same reason I say Charlotte in AEW. Uh, someone coming to the women's division in AEW and bringing a whole lot of uh, women's division in, in in Ring of Honor, I mean, and bringing a whole lot of clout, a whole lot Ring of, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Oscar would do that. You know, Oscar as of right now is a is a Grand Slam champion in WWE, uh, and so for her to come to holy crap, only her and Alexa are the Grand Slam champions in WWE women. No, actually, Alexa is not a Grand Slam champion. She never had the NXT title. She never she? had the NXT title. Uh, oh so my yeah. gosh! Uh, so Oscar's the only no Grand I Slam. Say, I don't know. Hasn't had. Oh, it's yeah. the tag titles that are the the, the tag titles are the toughest else. part. Yeah, but I think Oscar's the only women's Grand Slam champion in WWE. Might be, might be. We'll have to look that up later. But but so having having her come and kind of elevate oh, no, that Bailey, of Bailey, Bailey and Sasha, yeah, Bailey, Bailey and Sasha. Um, yep. um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, but having her come to Ring of Honor and bring in that clout. Um, could really elevate the Ring of Honor division a little bit in in ways that I don't see Bailey necessarily doing. Um, so so that's how I, I would flip flop those two. But Charlotte to AEW in the same way. Fair enough. Fair enough. So who do you got for me? That's the question. That is a question. That's a really good question. I feel like I should give a really in depth reason why I'm choosing the people that I'm choosing before I choose them, so that I can give myself additional time to choose the people who I'm choosing. But I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to just have you. Uh... Oh, I gotta go current though, because you can't use fired people. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the uh, the mid the mid card vortex match that did not have Baron Corbin from Sunday, and I'm gonna use our um, truth MVP Bobby Lashley. Okay. By the way, Bobby Lashley stays in the mid card with the new attitude and the new style and everything. There, they he needs to leave when his contract's up if that's what happens. Yeah, if they keep him, I have a feeling they're going to put, because the whole thing uh, on Raw yesterday, MVP came up to him and said, listen, you know, you've, you've been back here for how many years now and you're still not in the main event? <laughs> Come with me, uh, you know, join up with me. I'll help you get in the main event. So I have a feeling they're pushing him towards the main event. However, you're right. If he doesn't get, if he doesn't get at least title adjacent, uh, like main card title adjacent here yeah. soon. Yeah, he needs to leave. Yeah, he needs to be at, the, at an equal level to Baron Co or to King Corbin. Yeah, at the very least. I mean, here's the deal: is I'm not saying he needs to beat Drew McIntyre for the title, but he needs to challenge Drew McIntyre. Oh, and a good a good multi pay per view feud would not be a bad thing there either. No, exactly. Um, yeah, lead, lead it into one of those where you know it starts off with just a regular match. And, and, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre is able to hit the Claymore out of nowhere and win. And then or Bobby, Bobby Lashley gets disqualified because MVP. Mm-hmm. Or something. Uh, yeah. And so then they go into the next pay-per-view, which is a themed pay-per-view, whether it's Hell in a Cell or, or an Extreme Rules or something like that. Um, uh, TLC, where they can book it in a match 
that uh, gives the heel some sort of an advantage. DLC but, is a really good one for that. Chairs. Mm-hmm. Chairs match but, should be really good for those two. But or table match. What makes this challenge particularly hard is you've got R-Truth, who previously was an impact. You've got Bobby Lashley, previously was an impact. impact. Um, You got MVP, who previously was an impact. Yeah. So no matter which way I go, someone's going back to impact. Um, But he's going home or back to impact or however you want to see it. Yep. And so I think I think our truth goes back to him. And and I think that because impact of all of those three, impact has the most room for sort of pseudo comedy character, um, or at the very least a high high concept character like an R Truth currently is. I of course probably go back to K Quick or or something else ron killings again he, you know. he could bring back little jimmy in a heartbeat but little jimmy might be owned by wwe yeah now escape jimmy's grown up so he's little james now Ooh, that would work okay fair enough um so so our truth to impact the tougher one now nah, i don't think it's that tough so uh mvp to ring of honor um R- ring of honor has has a fair amount of those those sorts of maybe used to be relatively high flyer. Not saying MVP was a, a true high flyer, but he was you know kind of that that middle between the high flyers and the the big guys sort of character. Anyway, yeah. Um. So so you know, uh, he MVP versus either of the Briscoes could be fun. Uh you know, even. <sighs> Even putting you don't want to renew it. You don't want to renew his feud with uh, Matt then. Nope. No. Okay, go on. Because because uh, I'm putting Bobby Lashley in AEW, um, but it's also contingent on uh, Brian Cage also being in AEW uh, because those two big men in a ring together. Uh, I think even Vince McMahon would change the channel to watch that match. Um, holy crap, did you see those guys? <laughs> Why don't we sign those guys? We should sign uh, those guys immediately. Uh, we offered we offered Brian Cage last month, and, uh, and Bobby Lashley was actually on our on our roster when we offered Brian Cage. Yeah, we actually we actually had him. What do you mean we had him? I don't remember him. Uh, you put him you put him in the mid card vortex. Never put him in the main main event. <laughs> you mean with Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually he, he lost to Dolph Ziggler at one point. Who booked that? <laughs> that is not good S word. Yeah, yeah. He um you had him you had him sleeping with Rusev's wife. Well who's Rusev? Uh you see the special guest referee out there? What the hell? Why didn't we keep that guy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Call them up God. and sign them all immediately. You you actually fired him in the middle of a global pandemic. Pandemic? What's a pandemic? Sounds fake to me. That's fake news. <laughs> he probably sneezed. That shows he's. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Too funny. So yeah. Bobby Lashley to AEW. Uh, 
MVP to Ring of Honor and well, I like your MVP to Ring of Honor because when you remember when he was in Impact or I don't remember if it was Impact or TNA yet, they had this faux owner position for him, mm-hmm. and I think that actually really really works in ROH. Him coming in as a uh, consultant for the company type thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there there's a couple other people on the Ring of Honor roster that that I do think could make good opponents for him. The, those step above uh, the high flyers, but not quite to the big guys. Because uh, MVP can still go. I'm not going to say he can go with the best of them, but I don't know if I ever would have said he could go with the best of them. Oh, no. His his mic skills were what made him good. Mm-hmm. So, so that's probably how I would. Reasonably booked. I like it. So on that note, we will start to uh, bring this to a close. Um, We talked about it a little bit earlier, but we're going to bring it up again because we're really proud of the contest. Great way to potentially win yourself some free swag. How great is that? Tweet to win. All you got to do is share this episode or uh, yesterday's episode or one of our review episodes or Money in the Bank review episode or or you know any of them. Uh, share one of our episodes. Share five of our episodes. Use the hashtag Raw and Order WBU when sharing them, and you're entered to win for each tweet you share. And then um, I think I remember this, but DA Fabe, didn't you have a special stipulation where they could get extra entries double double their entry yeah if they uh if they tell their favorite wrestler that in that tweet that they're gonna pick out a shirt from them by tagging them in that tweet we're gonna double up that entry boom and if that if that is a winning entry i'm gonna throw one more thing at it this happens tonight yep if that is an entry you get an extra shirt so if the winning entry has what that tag at it you'll get an extra shirt we'll make it three shirts but what you've tagged your favorite wrestler preferably an indie wrestler that you're going to win one of their shirts specifically a pro wrestling tease wrestler but like i say there are hundreds of wrestlers on pro wrestling uh so all you gotta do is say hey at insert wrestler from pro wrestling tease if I win this contest, I'm going to buy your shirt. Hashtag, Hashtag Raw and Order WBU. Boom. Send. Enter. Hey, Cody. Yep. Hey. Cody. Here's the list. Everyone on AEW has a Beauty's shirt, pretty much. Hey, Darby Allen. Sweet Heck, shirts, by the way. Yeah. Heck, you could even choose referee Aubrey Edwards. She's got her own shirt, and it's awesome. See? See all the opportunities that are coming at you. This is why you got to listen to every single show because you never know when we're going to throw a little curveball and make it a third shirt just because you said, "Say, hey, this person." So, so yeah, tweet out, tag a wrestler, hashtag Raw and Order WB, get a bunch of entries, win free stuff. This is all easy and it costs you nothing. All you got to do is hit that little tweet button, and you can do it as often as you want. Imagine, so what is there on the AEW roster right now? Um, Gosh, there's probably, I'm going to say, 100 people on the AEW roster. Give or take a bit, yeah. Yeah, that sounds So let's just say that they took an AEW review. I don't remember who does those. Uh, Yeah, it's it's some some detective guy, some fake cop. (laughs) Fake cop. 
He's not a cop. Not and, a cop. <laughs> also, one of the shirts that you can find at um, shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. God, you rattle that off way better than I do. Anyway, um, one of the shirts you can find says not a cop on it. Great shirt. Own one. <laughs> um, anyway, what a great thing you could do. You could actually tell all of those AEW stars, every single one of them, if your name's the one that's drawn, I'm buying your shirts. Yeah. Pretty cool. Boom, 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 boom. I, I Yeah, I I think I just looked, and I think we've got 91 total episodes of this show up. So you could go and tweet, tweet every single one of those episodes and tag a different wrestler in each one. Uh, and have 182 entrants. Mm-hmm. Right. And... We're not even saying you can have to do it only once per episode. So you can then go back and do it again for each episode. Triple up. Just make sure you're tagging the favorite wrestler and you get three shirts instead of two. Pretty cool. Simple. Step one, step two, step three, profits. That's how it works. (laughs) Or losses for us in this instance. But for you, it's a profit. It's a gain. It's a win. And maybe you get a retweet from a wrestler. Here's the hope. You get a I know that Sparks has recently. I did. I did. Preston Vance, number 10 himself, retweeted. Um, pretty stoked. I mean, he's 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 an up and comer, so it's not like it's not like Colt Cabana retweeted me or or Kenny Omega. Um, I'm not to that level, but but imagine if somebody did and they got retweeted by Kenny Omega. He might even follow you, not you, the person who retweeted him yeah. and gave him monies. Yeah, he might that's be what like you're, doing, you're giving monies to a wrestler. Exactly. This guy's pretty cool. He wants to support me. I'll follow him back. Anyways, but so yes, enter the contest. Do it. Do it. Insert gif of Shia LaBeouf going. Do it. Or you could go with Starsky and Hutch. Do it. Either way. But also make sure to follow us on the Twitter machine. I am at Raw and Order WBU. DA Fabe is at DA Vincent K Fabe. Don't go looking at my tweets. You just need to fill out your Twitter more. You just need to start tweeting random shit. Well, I can't win three shirts. Yeah, they just can win three shirts. That's fine. You just just tweet out random shit. Then you get followers, and then you can say, "Hey, win a shirt," and then they go from there. See, dude, it's it's like it's all about investing in the social media right i'll send you a book sometime or maybe i'll tweet um (laughs) make sure to subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcast platform you use that way you get notified every time we post a new episode which is nearly daily so uh all sorts of content for you to do uh review us on apple Podcasts, five stars i don't have a joke for it this week just give us five stars please yeah well my mom always said if you can't say anything nice at all anything nice give us five stars yeah just don't give us five stars <laughs> i thought it was really weird when i was six and it was you know in the 80s and that's like, all i don't right. even know what five stars are but i guess here you go mom <laughs> you mean i get five gold stars on my chore list sure <laughs> um we also have the wick side up you're gonna find it in the pins tweet on my twitter or in the doobly doos for this episode that shirt up yet? That shirt ha- needs to be the next. Haven't got that up yet. I'm still working on uh, America's belly button because that's the <laughs> next shirt I want to do. Yeah. Um, 
but and then uh you can go to the wix show you can listen to the show right online there um so if you don't want to have your phone next to you while you're working you can just have a tab open with that there of course we mentioned the merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order wbu uh so you can go there we've got a couple design four designs i think up now we're adding new designs every time i get around to it so um and then once again tweet the link to any episode hashtag raw and order wbu tag your favorite pro wrestling tease wrestler get yourself a chance to win this is all simple and all easy so it's the ball is in your court now but on that note i think we'll close the book on fantasy booking this week so we will see you shortly with our next review show thanks for listening there's there's 10 days left 10 11 Mm, days left 10 days i think and, oh yeah, because it's Saturday, so ten days, mm-hmm. ten days. That's uh, it's like eight episodes left. Make sure you're tweeting, tweet, 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 tweet. Yes, I'll go. If you tweet, I'll tweet. Not you, uh-huh. smarts. I know you're gonna tweet. Of course I tweet. I'm like a little <laughs> bird. I just tweet, 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 tweet. Cheep, 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 cheep. You chicken, cheep, cheep. Anyways, uh, but we will close the book for this. We will see you all next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>